hour number three, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960. The fan will wrap up today's edition of the program with today's text topic. What should the Calgary Flames New Year's resolution be? 960-960. We'll do that with the Big Show Flames analyst, Mr. Brent Cron, who is brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls. Call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. The Cobra's in studio. He's there. He's ready to give you some hockey knowledge. Um, and also Canada's tied it up at the World Junior Hockey Championship. Tutu, um, I just wanted to get your thoughts, Brent Cron, on this right away. The guy with the camera in the all-white that jumps onto the ice when the team scores, <laughs> yeah. why does he have to wear the all-white? <laughs> you know what? So he blends in. Of course. Okay, but, but who cares? I uh, I had to pause it and then replay it for my kids. I'm like, you see that guy out there? They're like, no, I can't see him. I'm like, you know, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a bit on you? <laughs> yeah. You're like, he's right there. He's right there. I can see it. You see that camera? The camera's not floating, They're right? gaslighting you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine being a player, like you said, being a player, goalie sitting there getting ready for a game with this moron and, you know, like white clothes and a, and a, and a camera is just pointing at you? Like, what are you doing? You know, mm. he's got no, yeah. he can't see his face, right? He's got no identity. He's just skating around on the ice like a ghost. You know what they remind me of? Like some like James Bond villain. Yes. Skating, skiing down <laughs> yeah. a mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good with, one. Yeah. With, the, with the terrible after effects, the gun. Yeah. <laughs> Where does he come from? That's what I want I know. to know. Does he have his own exit? Is it out of the penalty box? That's yeah, it's weird. It slows the game. Yeah. No, you know, where does he come from? Does he drop down from the from the ceiling? That does would he just be cool. Flying in there. We should right? do that more. Has he ever it's so ba- dumb? Has he ever buried himself too? Because it ha- it's happened for years now too. The first time I saw it, I was like, "What is going on out mm-hmm. there?" But he has never gotten away, really, or at least we don't see it, right? But it'd be funny for him to like run into a player or get buried by the post. He's skating off or something like that, and. Like, the NFL doesn't care. They no. got their guys all over the field. They're not trying to hide them in, like, camo or anything like that. They just, here's our here's our middle-aged dude who's, like, 20 pounds overweight trying to keep up with these players while he tro- totes around <laughs> a 60-pound camera. And then you got Booger McFarlane on the boom arm just going up and down and <laughs> oh, over. Oh, that and was awful. Like the- <laughs> that was bad. Bo- that's the first time I learned of Booger. But Booger. Uh- <laughs> he got that nickname because he was a, he was a mean kid. Oh, that's really? His, his mom gave it to him. He's a mean kid. Oh, You're I see. You're a Booger. But the difference between football and hockey is hockey's played in a cage. There's borders. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, in football, there's lines. People can come, you know, they can hold their water bottle for you, you know, and you can squirt it into your yeah. mouth in hockey. You can't. You yeah. can't, you can't yeah. cross that, that glass <laughs> and that yeah. board. Yeah. Right? Yeah, again, like, again, uh, Canada 2-2 with the Czechs fighting back here. Uh, good game uh, heading into the third period. Uh, but, again, the one thing that's so distracting to me is the guy in the old white <laughs> just skates over right away to get those visuals, those key visuals of players celebrating. Uh, and if he, and you're right, Kron, if he fell, it would probably be a safety issue because he would blend immediately into the ice. <laughs> Where is find him? There. Couldn't they find him. Up. They'd have to go out there with shovels. Mm, yeah, right? like, I wonder how he gets prepared for a game, too, as he's sitting in the hotel room like, okay, blend in, blend in, can't make a mistake, <laughs> You know, just yeah. have a complete panic attack. Don't be noticed, right? Yeah. Or he's, like, or he paints his face. And he does like the whole thing that he's trapped in a glass box. Yeah. Like yeah. a mime. Is that what yeah. that is? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think that'd be good. It'd be great. 
Um, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna get your Flames New Year's resolution at the bottom of the hour, and Perfect. we'll play some texts, uh, courtesy of our friends, uh, courtesy of our friends, courtesy of our friend Texty McTexterson or Sportsnet nine sixty the fan text reading uh, robot. But uh, wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Jacob Markstrom's play of late. Last three wins uh, on fire, nine thirty one save percentage, two hundred two goals against average. And it's something we've been banging the drum about all season. I don't think there's any question, Croner, that he's been Calgary's best player from the start of the season. For sure he has, and especially lately. You know, he he's made it look really simple. And, you know, you can see sometimes Markstrom, when he's trying a bit too hard, or at least it's obvious, where he's he's spending a lot more energy than he needs to. He's a, he's a very big body. He's very athletic and obviously super competitive. So, you know, when you see him sliding around the net and moving around fast, that's an indication maybe that he's chasing the game a tad, but but his, his size uh, obviously helps him out when he does get out of position. But lately, pucks have been just hitting him. He's been so calm. It's it's like it's a tractor beam just getting sucked in there. He's 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 read the play mm-hmm. extremely well. He's battled. He's fought for ice. Um, and, and one of the key indications, too, just from a, a psychological standpoint, you watch him in net, and he's smiling with the referee. You know, he's giving him the puck, and they're kind of exchanging a, a, what, what looks like to be a joke or two, and there's not really that uh, frustration uh, from outside influences like, like the referees or, or whatnot, right? It's, it's a lot of fun to watch him play hockey this, this season, especially lately. His puck playing ability, too, is phenomenal. Like, I actually enjoy watching him go out and playing the puck. The decisions that he's making, he doesn't really make a ton of or any high-risk plays. Every one of his passes is on the tape, crisp, and it's awesome. There was that one in the Philly game to the slot that was to one of the centermen, but it was tape to tape, and the <laughs> breakout, know, breakout right? was right away. Like, and, and, that's, and that's the confidence that this guy plays with, too. Even when he's mm-hmm. not rolling, he still does make plays like that, and it has a tendency for him to scramble a tad, but you can just tell everything in his game. It's, just, it's, it's all in sync right now and and just the way he's reading the game and like i said pucks are hitting him you you don't really see him chasing uh the puck you don't see him chasing the play he's he's already there or he's in position or he's he's well ahead of it before it gets to him and and then you know his ability takes over and he's given himself every chance and and his teammates know how well he's playing too which uh, helps them take a few gambles and a few risks and the, and the big saves are there all season long the big saves have been there for markstrom he's been able to keep games close when they're, they, you know, the Flames were the comeback kids there for a while, and mm-hmm. he was he was not letting the games get out of hand. And, and you know, obviously the you know fire started again with, with a lead there on Sunday, but he, he just kept plugging away. Last season, this would have, first goal, early goal, would have, you know, obviously demoralized the Flames, but more importantly, um, it would have caused Markstrom to kind of go into a bit of a full-on scramble mode and try to do too much. And mm. this season, he's just had to worry about stopping the puck, and he's got some... Support from from Vladar and Wolf, where the, when they come in, the team's not um, taking a huge step down. There's still a chance to win. There's still time for him to to you know take a night off and reset. And he's had a few minor injuries this season where he's been able to mentally get some rest, and and you can see the benefit of it right now. He's the man's yeah. on fire. I wanted to ask you about the other netminder on the other side. There's some other flames that we can get to in a second here, but uh, the Sam Erson play with the helmet coming off yeah. that led to the delay of game penalty for the flames. I'm going to tell you how I saw it. You tell me how you saw it. Uh, essentially, Kadri hits him in the mask with a shot. One of the buckles comes off, but it's it's not completely dislodging his helmet. He's trying to talk to the referees, trying to get it whistled down, but the ref not whistling it down. Flames got possession. 
So he does what a lot of goalies do. The ma- he, he gets the mask off, but the problem was he used his hands to do it. Penalty. No kidding, it's a penalty. Right? I mean, try, you know, uh, um, hone your, your inner Mike Smith and just, you know, do the old head roll and, have that, helmet, and that helmet goes flying 30 feet off yep. your head and that hair just goes all over your face and yeah. then you get up and you stand and look at the referee, right? Yeah. At least you know, you know, he did it intentionally. With the arms out? But that's the, arms the Mike out. Smith classic? Yeah, like, what? How am I supposed to stop it now? <laughs> right. But Ayersman, I did like, his helmet was on pretty tight. If he couldn't shake it off, he tried to shake it off. It wasn't coming off. I, I obviously that's a penalty. And you know, it's like you have a hangnail, and and you know it's bleeding, and then it's like there's not really any blood there, so you're just gonna I don't know, cut off your finger or something like that. Say, look at this. Go home from I, school it, from it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right. Home, yeah. Um, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a bit embarrassing. I'm sure it was a reactionary play where you know you, goalies can feel when their equipment is off. It sucks. Like if you have a suspender that's crooked or you're your your chest protector, there's a strap that's undone, or your elbow caps off. Or you notice the smallest things when when you're in net because you you have to feel a certain way, and your your gear cannot be an impediment on how you stop the puck. But a helmet's different because it hits you in the head, snap comes off. You you like that pressure around your face, but it's still safe. Like it's good if you get hit in the head with a puck with a snap off. Like it's not gonna kill you or hurt you, but it, it definitely affects your left to right movement when you're looking because your your helmet isn't fastened to your head, so it's kind of catching well, up. Well, it just a bit feels of a delay. weird, right? Yeah, for sure. It feels weird. And, <laughs> but like, taking my, it off. What what should the referee do there? Because the referee can see the helmet, but he's not focusing on the helmet. He's focusing on other plays. Should it get blown down as soon as a snap comes no. off? Or No, I mean, if, if you're going to allow uh, Tuka Rask's blade to fall out and he can't move left to right, like that's more of a... Uh, yeah. uh, um, a, a health hazard than than the helmet because his helmet's still on. If 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 it's loose, you can. What soon as the snap comes off, you can. It's buck easy it to off. get off. Right? Yeah, it's just it's just flat. Like there's no buckle underneath, nothing like that. Right. So mm. when I saw him and he just grabbed it and threw it off and then looked at the referee, <laughs> huh? What? You're like, but he used his blocker too, his blocker and his glove. Oh and yeah, everything came up and just took it off. Like he's, it you looked know, like Darth Vader taking that <laughs> thing I was off, just right? Say, yeah, it was just... he, he, he vadered that helmet <laughs> and then he's like, how did this thing fall off? Right? Like, come on. Of course that's a penalty. And you know, Greg or, or McMillan, Millen, um, uh, he he alluded. Greg McMillan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going his on Scottish here. Cousin Greg <laughs> McMillan. I've been off for a little bit. That's uh, all right. <laughs> um, he he alluded to it on the on the broadcast too that maybe that whole little sequence there kind of threw Erickson a tad bit off because it was you could see how fired up he was for his helmet. You know, you know, it was like man, relax. He was playing so well. Too. He was too, <laughs> but like relax. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and you made that really good save off the the first shot in that power play too because of that. What what do you get for that? A delay of game or or whatever? Delay of game. Delay yeah. of game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, man, it's okay. It'll be okay. Yeah. You know, right. Just settle down. Yeah. It'll be fine. He's going like a it. good goalie. I think. Yes, he is. He's small too. Yeah. I had no idea He's... how little he was. Um, right away. I think, I think the, one of the greatest highlights in my opinion in the NHL's history is that one highlight of the late, great Johnny Bauer, uh, when he's out of position and with no mask on, of course, sticks out his face to make a save. <laughs> Isn't that... like, and then we go from today's game. It's like, hey, my buckle's undone. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I had the pleasure of meeting Johnny Bauer at mm. uh, uh, I want to say it was at the All Star game when they used to in the Western League. They we used to cross over, so it was the West yeah. versus the Ontario League, and Johnny Bauer was there, I believe. And I remember just looking. He was talking. And I was like, wow, like 
This is unbelievable. This is un. I I I don't get starstruck unless it's you know Mike Vernon or somebody like that. But this is yeah. Johnny Bauer, and and I'm like, look at his face. Look, <laughs> you know, I'm having a yeah. conversation with him, and I'm like, like, could you feel this? Like, I wanted to take yeah, my finger yeah. and just push him in the cheek. Yeah. You know, it's like there's so much, you know, a lot a, of scar tissue there, abuse right? there, right? And yeah. you're sitting like, and he's just a totally. Well, I mean, I obviously didn't sit down and have a beer with him, and I don't know him at all. But he, he was just relaxed, easy going. Hey, man, how you doing? And you know. Guy, like I'm, I'm 41. I'm an 82 born, and and every generation of hockey players gets grumpier with the with the set before them, right? Things yep. change, and everybody gets softer and whatever. And you know, I com- I have my moments where I complain about a few things, and then and then I'm like, every once in a while, I think, well, can you imagine what it would be like to be Johnny <laughs> Bauer getting slap shots in the face? I mean, granted, yeah. you know, there's no graphite hockey sticks and monster. Yeah, curves. they were only going 80 miles right. an hour. Rather so, I mean, it's really not that big of a deal, yeah. right? You know, and, and then those oak sticks that would just break your nose, right? It just, you sit there and you want to complain about stuff. Like, oh, I can't believe that happened. Oh, these guys, blah, blah. And they're like, well, you know, Johnny Bauer just took, you know, shots to the face with nothing between him. Yeah. Right? I mean, you're like, well, I really probably shouldn't complain. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, the one thing that I, I still can't wrap my head around, why did it take hockey so long to invent the slap shot? <laughs> You know, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy, right? I'm, Nobody decided, like, you know what I'm going to do with my stick? I'm going to raise it over my head and try to shoot it as hard well, as possible. You know what? What comes to mind right away is it was, a, you know, it was a, it was a, obviously a very physical game, but nobody was wearing yeah. helmets, and there was a respect for the other guy. Where That's the puck, what I was about pucks to say. Were, pucks a very were, respectful game Yes. Back then. I mean, you could elbow smash yeah. somebody in the face, yeah. but, you know, as far as using a weapon in terms of a stick. Whoa. Yeah. We draw a line. <laughs> yeah, Hard exactly. line. Hey, guys. You can't raise the, the the stick above your waist. No no clappers. Yeah. Right. That I, I believe the term clapper wasn't in, introduced yet. But uh, that would be the only thing I can think of. But if you want to have a full blown brawl between all eighteen of you no and, and just yeah no no that's fine don't worry no no laws that's, count when you're inside the right. inside but the boards you, you get more protection mm. and you take more liberties. There's two rules from the eight, late eighteen hundreds I want them to bring back: uh, no forward passing and the <laughs> rover. I wish they'd bring both of those back. I thought you meant just like society rules, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. like the prohibition and things like that. You must oh. own a musket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to bring back more duels. <laughs> yeah, ten yeah. paces in turn. Yeah, yeah. Not a not enough people are dying from diarrhea like they did in the late 1800s. <laughs> did you ever play New Year's Eve games? Yeah, I'm sure. You know, it it was always. Did you or no? (laughs) I would imagine if you went back to the record books. Didn't care. You did. You know, I remember being injured a lot for for New Year's games. The team Mm. would be on the road and I would be left to my own devices. But uh, um, yeah, I probably played a couple. It's who cares, really? It's a New Year's after Christmas. It's you get that little break and everything's the same again. Anyway, it's like, yeah, let's Halloween's fun when you play hockey because everybody just, you know, team bonding. You get to dress up and you kind of get to meet everybody mm-hmm. at the start of the year. That's cool. You pick a day. But New Year's Eve isn't like, whoa, we got to go out. It's New Year's Eve, man. Yeah. At least that's the way I, I approached it. Well, but <laughs> Michael Backlund walking into the arena. I didn't see it. Oh, he was wearing the tux. Oh, oh. man. That's a big deal in the NHL now, too, hey? It's like you got to dress. For, like, there's a, there's a brand, and I believe it's called, yeah. is it like the drip? I, I saw something like. You know the the, well, the, the the terminology. I don't. I don't know. No, that wasn't the hippest thing you've ever done on the show. <laughs> I'll tell you that for free right now. <laughs> uh, do they call it? Is that the brand? No, that's that's just what they call it. <laughs> having drip. Yeah. A nice outfit. Oh yeah, very good. Drip. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, 
I, I don't. They, they always remember when Lucic would kind of come in and he'd wear his little tight cowboy jacket, hat. And get cowboy hat, and I'm like, wow, he's ready to go tonight. He's, <laughs> the Flames are three zero and zero when he's he wearing his cowboy hat. You're like, really, <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I, I just like, I just love when players just wear whatever the hell they want. Yeah, like, I love the, the the NBA when they they can do their own styles. The NFL can do their own. I styles. think it's pretty cool. The, it, they, you know, the Flyers have got lenient with their suits. They what don't about wear the outdoor games where they? The outdoor, that was yeah, fun. That's, that's the Fisherman cool. and the Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the Flames yeah. and Oilers won. One they were yeah, you know, uh, Roughnecks and uh, Roughnecks and uh, farmers? farmers, farmers or cowboys farmers? or whatever. Yeah. Right? Cowboys, farmers, yeah. ranchers, ranchers. Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Animals. I'm not that guy. I don't get. It doesn't float my boat. I don't uh, tune in to see what color, you know, or what shape of hat somebody's wearing or. You know, if they got pinstripes or a double breast, I could give two you know what. I really don't care. Lock but yeah, exactly. Play the game. Um, mm. wh- what was your suit rotation like when you played hockey? Well, How I had, many did you have? Uh, I had five or six. Wendell Young was my very first goalie coach, and uh, he pulled me aside one day, and I'd, I had uh, I'd signed an upper upper deck hockey card deal. Not sure if you guys are aware of this. I had signed thirty five hundred. Brent Cron rookie cards. Do we have a flex yeah. sound effect? I, like you whoa, signed thirty five. What do those go on eBay? I'm gonna. Oh, or maybe not thirty five. Maybe store, maybe, maybe fifteen hundred go cards because I got, I got paid a little bit for that. Okay, a tiny amount, and uh-huh. I went and I bought myself two suits: a black uh-huh. suit because you can wear that anywhere, and then a, and then a metallic silver suit. Ooh, Ooh wow! Look silver. at you, right? Metallic and, too. Oh robot. man, I was a wheel and. Uh, <laughs> I felt just large and in charge, really, right? Because because prior to that, I was wearing one of those. I had one shirt when I came to the Hitman. I had one shirt, really, that was like a long sleeve, but yep. it was more of a sweater with a collar. And then I tied the old Marvin the Martian tie around it, and I'd have you know <laughs> Marvin pair, the Martian, but, yeah. hell yeah. I mean, that's what I had. Yeah. So as I graduated, you know, um, I got a couple suits, and then uh, the, my back to my very first goalie coach, Wendell Young, pulled me aside, and he goes, uh, "You got to go." You gotta go suit shopping, kid. Yeah. And I said, uh, whatever do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I look fantastic. And he looked at me and he goes, if you don't have a nice picture, mm-hmm. you gotta do up the frame. Oh. And, uh, oh. and, and, oh. and, uh, and I was like, what? Wait a second. Does Hold that on. mean what I think it means? Do I, am I not an attractive human being? And he was chuckling. I went and bought a few suits. And uh, I felt like a million bucks. And uh, I would always get made fun of on the bus, too, everywhere. I would never, guys would wear track suits in the bus, and, you know, 30 minutes before the game, they'd change into their suit and go out. I would just sleep in my suit. That's what I'd do. It's hmm. so my rotation. Um, Five or six. Five or six. A, a Brent Cron Calgary Flames 2004 Pacific Supreme Hockey Autograph card, rookie card, twenty one ninety nine. Only five left. Yeah. Wow. Get it? Well, it's hot. Marvin the Martian, great Looney Tunes, eh? <laughs> oh, man. Excellent Looney yeah. Tunes character. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. One of the better niche ones. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't make a whole production around him, but he was a nice little side character. Yeah, like a, exactly. Like a Newman. Like a Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, exactly. Right? These little guys that come in and out. Every once in a yeah, while. You look forward to them. Uh, foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Every once in a while, get a little Foghorn Leghorn in. Yeah. yeah well done. Uh, I'm, I'm oh, looking at Sammy the... Sam. Uh, love me some Looney Tunes. I'm looking at the signed uh, Hitman uh, autograph card you have, twenty one ninety nine. That's some sweet coho gear you had. Oh, you look man. like Felix Potvin in that. I, you know what? I had a Felix Potvin coho goalie stick too, I believe, or it could have been the CCM in this one. Is it the one where the the puck is is hitting my left shoulder with the black yes with the black is. mask and the silver 
Uh, yeah, yeah. You oh, got yeah. a good. You got good drip, as the oh, kids say. As the kids say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your man. kit. It's, your kit's nice. Listen, it's not your Dallas Stars photo shoot. No. But no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> nothing really is, though. No. Right. I, I have I no idea. George, have you seen that? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I've okay. Seen, of course. Okay. I. Uh, I've also uh, like I have He's no idea the what the German. In his bedroom. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I also um. Like the the goalie for the German team at the World Juniors, I have no idea what his name is. He sucks, but man, does this kit look good! <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah, hey? He the, looks good. Yeah. He can't stop a it? damn thing. No. but man, he looks tight in there. Oh. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, New York goaltender for the PWHL, but her kit is really cool. It like matches the uniforms and skeletons. Like, Even the though they have no team names it. yet, which is mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. They're just New York and Toronto and. <laughs> New York oh Teal, Minnesota, and right. Boston. Yeah, HC. The, the jerseys, yeah. I will say, watching them on TV yesterday, <laughs> look better than, than they did New on York the press HC. release. <laughs> New York we HC. came up with. Right, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I had nothing else to add. Um, but you know what? It was, it was my, my father's hap- well, one of his more happier days of his life when I did make the Calgary Hitman so he didn't have to buy me any more hockey gear. Because I, mm-hmm. th- I used to use Louisville TPS yeah. goal oh, equipment. Yeah. And I was outgrowing my pads uh, when I had one more year left in them, and they were basically coming underneath my my pants because I was getting taller. And then when they said, "Hey, you've made the team," my dad's like, "Oh, oh, oh god!" What's god. your uh, thank you? Uh, maybe a chance, a little plug here. Get yourself some stuff. But if you had to, what's your favorite for blocker and glove? Well, I was always. Well, I started off Coho when they became Reebok. It it butchered the brand. Okay. And then I tried I tried Reebok for a little bit and then when Kippersoft came to town he was using Vaughn and I got to throw on some of his stuff. I'm like this is my this is my jam. That's the one. And then I went back to Reebok one more time and I'm like I can't do this. And then I just floated with Vaughn the rest of the way uh, and the- it was awesome. The only guy that I think really wanted to wear Reebok was Crosby because they were paying him. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was awful stuff. The glove would break down in six seconds, and yeah. I was playing obviously it wasn't in, the, great. in the American Hockey League, and it's like you get two a year, mm-hmm. and or I mean you get more than that now. Now it's like, well, we're wearing third jerseys, so let's just get you four new sets of gear for that. But you know, yeah, it was a bit different, and that gear would just break down consistently, and it was just oh, awful Listen, stuff. Listen, nothing. Nothing was as beautiful as Sergei Fedorov's Nike gear. Oh yeah, man, it was nice. the skates, those white, white skates, yeah. white. You got to be like Kron. If you're playing beer league, yeah, be somebody else. Yeah, be somebody. How else. good <laughs> does a guy have to be to be wearing white? Skates? You got to have an elite prospects page. You know yeah. what? And you you got to be slightly <laughs> slightly overweight, but you can snap the puck around. Yeah, right. Like you got to be able to have a, like some type of intangible yeah. quality yeah. that allows you to right. wear that. There's a gentleman. I was at the Wranglers game where I saw you, Matty. Yeah. There was a, I was an ice crew guy. We were there in different scenarios. <laughs> we were there in very different <laughs> scenarios. You kept it together, though. I have to give you that. Thank you. Um, I was trying not to yell your name and be a total clown because you were with your entire family. And I was with my clown brother, but yeah, yeah. that's fine. But there is a gentleman on the ice crew yeah. that is rocking the white skin. Yeah, he does. He I, I saw yeah. that, and I'm like, what is this guy's backstory? I want to know it right now. Get, get that man a puck. You know, I can see him when they're changing the nets out, then maybe he grabs a stick and just start, starts going bar down. He's pointing the crowd where do you want this one to go with that corner right there watch this boom in the net no problem he's like pavel barber and zach bell he's just doing tricks gets yeah. a stick flipping it every way yeah exactly right <laughs> waiting for my moment baby yeah exactly right <laughs> you never know when it's gonna come stay ready um, stay ready uh, i might i might i might show my ignorance here who's in charge of the horn down at the dome when they score um, guy next to bees 
Pretty sure Beasley has the button above his be- uh, above his seat, actually, but I don't. I think it's the horn button because the fireball buttons are on the corners of the press box. There's like a special seat for that, so I think it's actually Bees who has like a huge red button that's right above his head. Oh, that he jams okay, because on. He was hammering. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Seat. He uses a little discretion when he's rocking that thing, <laughs> given yeah. what the crowd is and how yeah. the games go. Yeah, he knows like, situation. Oh yeah, man. yeah. The guy's been around the track a couple of times, but I'm almost positive it's Beasley. But if there's someone listening in Game Ops, please just text the text line or text one of us or whatever. Well, you know, it's that would be. That's a great responsibility to have, right? Like when you're in the elevator, sometimes you see the the button that says ring or ring yeah, in case yeah, of emergency. Yeah. I've hit that a couple of times just because I want to see what happens, right? And yeah. I still do it yeah. to this what day. What ring is it? It's a ding, and it goes. Somebody goes, "Hello, is everything okay in there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, everything's fine. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I must have bumped against had, it. Had to make I apologize, sure it works. right?" I would. It would be very hard for me not <laughs> to like push the it. Star just... Wars thing. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I would. I would want to push it mid game. You know. Uh, somebody's coming in on a breakaway from the other team. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, crap. Sorry. <laughs> a little honk. May, may we never live in a world where Brent Cron has the nuclear football nearby. Oh. <laughs> He's like, I wonder if I could just try it. Well, that's it. why they have two keys, right? Mm. You need somebody else to turn at the same time. I don't know if that's why. No. You're in right. case you come across it? Yeah. Maybe. We have two Ks in case this thing ever ends up in Brent Crumb's lap. (laughs) (laughs) God forbid. Look out. Um, Look out now. Calgary Flames, uh, New Year's resolutions uh, straight ahead, 960-960. Texty McTexterson is our Sportsnet 960 to fan text reading robot. He'll join us with your text messages. We'll get Brent Crumb's New Year's uh, resolution for the Calgary Flames. And... um, We'll give you an update on what Canada is doing right now at the World Junior Hockey Championship. Brent Cron, of course, sponsored by a good friends at All Kind Door Services. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Um, GVP off today and tomorrow. Shan running, uh, running the board and uh, some interesting musical selections today, Shan. Your thoughts? I like Creed. Yeah, I, 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 every time I hear this song, I think of that that football game, the Thanksgiving game. I see the image <laughs> yep. in my mind of the guy swinging across. I think you're singing My Sacrifice Scott at Stapp. that time, but yeah, oh. I get you. Scott right. Stapp. Stapp? Scott Stapp. Yeah. Like the infection. Yeah, well, no. That's no. Stapp. That's Stapp. That's different. I know. Yeah, I know. Just, it's an H. Just being stupid. Um, yeah. Um... Your New Year's uh, Flames uh, resolution, straight ahead, 960-960. Still in studio. Can you take me higher? How much was Creed getting bumped in the room back in the day? A lot. Yeah. (laughs) Playoff song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if. Thank you, Texas Rangers, for bringing Creed back to, to 2024 now. I wonder if Connor McDavid's a fan. He probably is. Um, yeah. Brent Cron. Yeah. He's a yarling um, guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brent Cron is our uh, Big Show Flames analyst, courtesy of All Kind Door Services. He still uh, joins us in studio. Again, people just can't help themselves taking you a shot. Like, <laughs> oh, Brent Cron, New Year's Eve, he was on the bench anyway. Like, what? Ooh. Like, why? You know what? It's okay. George, it's okay. 
best revenge is a good life, right? It's low hanging yeah. fruit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, sitting on the bench is sitting on the bench, whether it's December thirty first or February first. Akron, sorry, man. Oh. At least he said sorry. Yeah. You know that apology. It's like you know. You know. I. I. I, mean, I was. I was kidding, man. You know. It's like you know. No. No disrespect. Your wife's ugly. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding, man. No disrespect. No disrespect. With all due respect. Yeah. Like you can't say that, right? It's like the disrespect part. It's like okay, well now I'm just gonna get a shot right in the jibs. That's what I'm gonna get. Well, in the words of Ricky Bobby, you can say that it's in the Geneva Convention. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just getting kicked right in the pills, boy. GVP okay. does that you to can me also every single show. Every mm. single show when you guys leave, he says the worst things to me. He just goes, no disrespect, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who says that? Yeah, GVP. He's the worst to me. That's mm. awful. Oh, or, or, okay. All right. Or, okay, Shan. I love a okay. guy. Okay. All right. All right, harden up a little bit, Shane. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to be a part. Uh, I don't want to be part of you uh, weaving a web of deceit right now that you're doing right now, uh, Shan. Um, wanted to. Uh, I've totally lost my train of thought now. That's fine. Um, oh, this is what I wanted to ask you, uh, Kron. Um, had a nickname for Jonathan Huberto at the beginning of the show. Want to get your thoughts? Sure. Um, number ten doesn't have a point all month of December, and then what does he do? <laughs> New Year's Eve, baby. Beautiful sauce pass to Denny Gilbert. Bang. The showman, Jonathan Huberto, with that assist. The showman? Yeah. No. Stop. Okay. I read a stat on Twitter that what since, you know, before Huberto got his goal or assist here on Sunday, but McKinnon had like 20 points since the last time that Huberto got a point. Sebastian Ajo had 22 points in December. <laughs> you know? And I mean, that's, you know, you're just putting dirt now, you know, on top of it, right? I Which get one? It. Dustin Which Wolf. Which Sebastian Ajo? The good one. Dustin Wolf had a point in December <laughs> yeah, yeah. before Justin Huberto did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean. Just Maddie's voice, yeah. the way you just said that. I'm not trying to Dustin pile on. Yeah. had a point in December. Yeah. Like, uh, mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, not wrong. The showman is not a good. It, okay. It doesn't work. No. He the, did his um, job. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> the illusionist, <laughs> right? Maybe. You've seen that movie with Edward Norton? I just can't yeah, I did see it. Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe call him the illusionist. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, if I would have told you uh, that Blake Coleman is where he is in the Calgary Flames statistical category, you would have said what? That Blake Coleman. As heading into 2024, at, no, in 2024, leads the Flames in scoring, you would have said what? <laughs> That's exactly what I would have said. <laughs> huh? What? Where are they in the standings? It's, it's like I, I, I've noticed that, and good on him. I mean, you watch that guy play; yeah. he, he's heart and soul. I mean, he's getting garbage goals. He's he's uh, that snipe he had on Saros early on in the year when the Predators were in Calgary. That bar down snipe on a two on one. Um, the man's got some skill, but he's he's tenacious. He's tenacious, though. I love it. Is, is there an argument to be made that he, after Markstrom, has been the second best player on the team this season? Yes, a hundred percent. He's been the most consistent too, because you don't, you know what you're getting from him every single. If he's not he's he's not counted on to to do what he's doing right now, but he's he's at the top regardless. He's a he's a great two way player. He he takes his lumps. He gives them. He nearly broke Talbot's neck trying to score that goal in LA there, right? Like the guy goes to the net, he does he does things that a lot of others won't. He's not overly big and he's gritty and uh he's getting rewarded for it. And he's at the top of the leaderboard with the flames, which is for some of the guns that this team has, that's uh that's uh surprising. And I'm happy for him. He's he's earned it for sure. It's like the Larry David meme. You're like, eh, meh. 
It's good. I mean, you're like, it's good, but not good at the same well, time. It's a like, problem. It's really what it is. If Coleman's your leading yeah. scorer, you have a problem. He's, you know what? What's good good for him too is he's a plus fourteen, right? So he's not a liability defensively. He's not. He's not. Uh, you know, taking himself out of position is, to make plays. He's, it, he's reliable. Is it that dissimilar from Tyler Toffoli last year? That's exactly where I was going to go. Where you're like, yeah, if he's leading your team, I, I he's, he's having himself a great year, but your team's in trouble if he's leading your team. Yeah. In that sense, it's the same, but, like, it's way more surprising when it's a guy like Blake Coleman. For sure. For yeah. sure. You, you, did you see that coming this year? I didn't. No. He's played 36 games, got 26 points, tied with Kadri for the lead. How much of it is it at 5-on-5? Five five? They just put him on the second power play. He's almost done all of it at 5-on-5, five five, and the rest would be shorthanded. He, I'm sure he's probably got at least four or five shorthanded points on the Flames' nine shorthanded goals. I don't know off the top of my head. I can probably look it up, but... Well, how many of his goals are shorthanded variety? Three or four? Something like that. So, Yeah, but that's a problem, right? We could rip on that, too, if we wanted to, yeah. right? Where it's like, yeah, good on him. He's doing great. He's having a great year. But uh, when your big boys aren't, aren't, aren't leading the way. Four shorthanded goals, yeah. <laughs> like, come on. the league, I'm pretty sure. Well, that one against Minnesota he had, too, was hilarious because it hit about nine different people, yeah. and he was the last person that touched the puck, and then it went in the net. It's like, yeah! I mean, they all count. Don't get me wrong. But the guy's in the right spot at the right time. Pucks hit him. He works hard. He, he earns everything he gets. He's... I uh, I love watching him play, and like I said, the best thing about him too is he's got that that uh, that grin on his face. You know, he's just out there to to cause stuff. You know, he got he got hit Sunday. S right? eating. Yes, thank you very much. Mm. When Huberto made that pass over to Gilbert, and he <laughs> slipped that short side with his silky mitts. You know, uh, I think Coleman was on his on his face on the ground, sliding. The crowd's like boo. Yeah, but you know he's he's making plays. He's taking hits to make plays. He he puts himself on the line. Uh, you know you. You know what you're going to get from him every single night, and that's consistency. Oh, he's a plus 14. Yeah. Which oh, he's is been nice. Great. He's crazy. Like, like, I know plus and minus is a stat. Like, And if you get a team that's below 500, you're going to have guys that maybe you maybe have a plus three, plus four. A plus 14. That third line. Yeah. Man, him and Backlund, when they were just him without Huberto, like Huberto, I thought, dra- dragged that line down a bit. Well... <laughs> A bit. Really? Just a little bit. Really? Just a little bit. Really? <laughs> yeah. but, um, and but, now you saw it right there. He put reunited with Magic Pound. He got three assists, and that line was working. And like, that's how that third line should be. I agree. I'm just looking forward to the trade deadline in 2026 when someone acquires Michael Backlund and Blake Coleman at the same time and wins the Stanley Cup for both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah De- I was going to say, like, hey, you know, I wonder if teams would be interested in Blake Coleman. Like, no, he's got three years left at 4 9 after, uh, this, year. after this year. Jeez. Yeah, after this year. But again, hey, good for Blake Coleman. No kidding. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Canada and the Czechs tied up at twos here with exactly five minutes to go in the third period at the World Junior Hockey Championship uh, in Sweden. Kron, how invested are you in the tournament, or are you just a casual watcher because you were kind of screwed over (laughs) and not getting an invite to camp? I got an invite to summer camp twice, went once, got injured the next year, couldn't go. I I am heavily invested in this tournament every single year. I was up. Early uh, to watch the, the Finn and Canada game there, the first one, at 6.30 in the morning. I watched that. I got up to watch the start of this game. I didn't watch the – I couldn't watch the Latvia game after the second period because it was embarrassing. Usually, you know, a, a country like Latvia, that I, I had to Google how many people live in that country. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the latest census was, I think, 1.8 million. Okay. Potentially, I'm wrong. Usually, there's one goaltender in there on the, in those countries that will make 75 saves. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Canada will win three two. Christers gives off skips, <laughs> right? Something like that. But when uh, Canada played Latvia, and that first shot goes in on a three on two short side glove, and it just went low, and the goalie just 
you know, put his head to the drink. Oh, no. And oh, he's 10 more. Go. He's like, all right. Yeah, no. They don't have a chance. Um, I, I, didn't watch, oh. I didn't watch the German game. I assume the, the, the Canadians were going to win this game. The My German goalie actually... looked good, though. His kid <laughs> Germany nervous. led. Oh, a little nervous the, he, right now, the German, the German goalies every year have the best-looking equipment. Yeah, they do. Those colors run, you know, that the, orange, that's a, yeah, it's the black, yellow, that black. Black, red, and yellow. Oh, yeah. man, it's, it's... That's a good national it color. It is such a good color. And then... And they have those scary logos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the the eagle, tigers, and the lions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, come get some. And then it's yeah. like, well, uh, it's oh. now 9-3. And you're playing in the relegation oh, yeah, game. But, uh, I thought that was a bad idea. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm heavily invested. I'm actually half paying attention to what anybody's saying because I'm watching the game. It's 347 left, 2-2. Two, two. I'm sweaty palms. I'm like, let's do this. I actually wanted to get to something that we talked about before the show. Um, tell us about how you almost played for the Spangler Cup. <laughs> you know, I was having a hell of a year uh, my first year in, in, in Austin, Texas with the Texas Stars. And I do believe that uh, Luke Gazdick alluded to it earlier on the show. Yeah, well, um, that's how we got to the, the Cobra. The Cobra. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the Cobra was born. Exactly. Um, and uh, I got a phone call saying, hey, you know, we'd love for you to come play for the Team Canada. And Who Spangler called Cup. you? I don't remember. I think my agent told me. Or, or actually, no, the general manager for the team, uh, uh, Scott the White, I think his name was. He, he came down and said, hey, you've been, you've been chosen for the Spangler Cup. And yeah, that, that was him. And it's like, oh, this is cool. I can't wait to go. This is awesome. And so we're getting all the plans to get together. You know, we're leaving this date. Flights leave here. We're going here. Where are you going? Davos, Switzerland. Yep. And, I, and I've never been to Switzerland, never been to Europe, still haven't. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be so cool. We're going to have a great time. And I've heard so much about this tournament. And every one of my buddies that had played in it said it's an awesome tournament. Families love it. Players love it. They get banged up. They eh? get absolutely crushed. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it, hockey's fun. Hockey's fun again, right? Um. And then uh, I went and injured my hip, and oh. I had uh, hip surgery Christmas Eve in Dallas. No. So uh, it was a it was a tough one. You know, I was I mean, my family spent Christmas in the Homewood Inn and Suites in Frisco, Texas, oh. as I got dropped off from day surgery. <laughs> got home at like eight thirty. I had to go into the Walgreens myself. I couldn't barely walk and get my prescription for my pain medication. <laughs> and I come in. It was Christmas Eve. Do you know what year this was? 2000, it would have been 2009 going into 2010. So that would be the 2010 Spangler Cup. I wonder how yeah. Canada did. Did you have some buddies who would have been on that team I, too? After I got shut down, I stopped. Uh, yeah. I, that's when I Fair went enough. to a, a dark little hole there and just said, you know what? I'm oh. turning everything off for a little oh, while. That's too bad. Yeah. It was, it was, it was crushing because all I wanted to do was play for Team Canada. Jeff Delorier was the on the all-star team for Team Canada in 2010. Oh, so they probably did okay then. Hey? Alexi Yashin was playing with uh, Scott St. Petersburg in this tournament. Was he 50? Uh, was he still getting paid by the Islanders? <laughs> Maybe he was. Hmm. Anyway, I, I can't find can't it. Was find he still her. dating? Was he still married to Carol Alt at the Mickey time? Mickey DuPont <laughs> was on Team Canada. Yeah. Mm. I know Mickey. His son Landon. You could have won a Skoda. Yeah. Could right. want a Skoda. I, lo- I love too that you know all the circles are painted with with black or blue paint too. When you watch yeah. the like, how can you pick a puck up off there? There was, there was one time <laughs> sponsors for, everywhere. Everywhere, oh, everywhere. Like, well, we'll just paint the inside of the circles the darkest color we have, just in case to make it even more difficult for everybody to play the game. And then I, I remember one year it was like Breast Cancer Awareness Month or something, and we were in Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa, playing pink against ice. the Stars, and they had pink ice. Oh yeah, huh. and that wasn't terrible, but it looked ridiculous. <laughs> Pittman did pink ice. Did they? Yeah. 2013. But just, yeah. Anyway, that kind of stuff. Just leave the ice white. You know, they can do all digital stuff now. You know, you can watch it on t- Whatever. Uh, you know what? That, it, 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 
it screws it up mm. for the goalie. Can't what see about it. black ice with a white puck? Your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a chalkboard. You know what? You, but you should have black lights then too, right? So you could just really make it squeaky, shiny. So oh it's like bowling God. at night, yes. right? And then you could just glow like, in the dark hockey. Yeah, in golf and whatever else. We could just really butcher this game even more. Those Dallas Stars jerseys would come in handy. Oh, man. The those neon ones. greens. Yeah. I like those. I like them too. Yeah. Um, we've done a lot of nonsense, so let's continue with it. <laughs> yeah. um, your New Year's uh, resolution for the Calgary Flames, Mr. Brinkley. Oh, it's, it's such a lazy one. I don't know. Like, the, the New Year's resolution, your big guns got to be your big guns. If you want to do anything, right? They got to come up. They got to step up to the plate. They haven't. So that's the resolution. Get going on that front. And then uh, be, uh, be be patient with your... With your uh, um, what uh what's the what, prospects? What's, not prospects, but um, with your trades? Nah, your people that are like important, you know. Like a, your UFAs? Uh something oh. like that. Oh Oh no. Check your scored. Oh, this there's this Good is night. the final minute of race. Eleven seconds left. Are you Good chosen? Pinball banked off like two people. Oh. Oh. Anyway, yeah, those are my two lazy predictions. Just you know, you, you can't they're they're gonna make moves here at the deadline. Be patient, get good players. And your big guns got to get rolling because your Markstroms are carrying the team, your Coleman's are carrying the team. Jaeger Sharangovich has been a nice surprise. Lindholm, I mean, he's been kind of he's third in team scoring, so he's still around, but he hasn't been as motivated or energetic as he normally is. So they need some help. They need their big boys to get going. Uh, yeah, oh, then, uh, just sloppy gap. Uh, Czechia just scored. Uh, they're up three two with eleven Off seconds to go. Off a skate stick. Gross. Uh, yeah. Off the post and in. Um, Ten seconds left. You got to defend the line a little better than that. Um, how many texts you got, Patrick? Uh, I got four. Oh. All right, let's let's go through them speed round style. Let's go. Okay. New Year's resolution for the Flames: continue doing what they are doing, sell some players at the deadline, get a top fifteen to twenty pick, and draft TJ Jinla. TJ Jinla. Okay. Yeah. That's, no pressure, kid. Don't draft him in the first round, though. He's projected to be a first-rounder. He's been bumped up to be a first-rounder. He's had a really good year here. I don't know. We're Depending on where you draft. Right. Don't reach. Okay. No pressure, kid. Just because of the Keep name. Going. Don't reach because of the name. Yeah. Todd in Templetown. The Calgary Flames New Year's resolution. More beer, less water. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Is that right up there with, hey, do you have any kids? Not that I know of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, really clever. <laughs> yeah. I'm hey, just, see you next year. I'm just out and about that much, you know. Yeah. 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 All right, two Calgary. more. The Flames' New Year's resolution should be getting a legit shot at the draft lottery by selling off Lindholm, Hannafin, and Tana. You. Once again, you do not have a legitimate shot at the draft lottery. No, you don't. Even if you sell these guys off. Yeah, you're you're too far ahead right now. Look at the bottom of the NHL. Like you need to win like ten games the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible down there. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, I don't like this Czech goalie. This dude can kick One more. rocks. Oh, yeah, I agree. This, Paul and yeah, Chester I'm gonna have ready to New shoot Year's this guy right in the sun. Should be to resign Hannafin. Trade Tana and V Ladder to Toronto for Samsonov, Barry and Al, Minton, and Lil Jegren. Trade Lindy to Boston or Vegas for a haul. Bring back Monaghan and trade for Connachtney with the extra cap space. Retool complete. So mm. simple. Just like that. Someone yeah, want to make the, sure uh, we the, text that one to Connie? 
I'm, um, I'm surprised Samsonov didn't get picked up on waivers. Yeah, we're yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, you look. You must I, would have, I would have rather Derek Comrie. Three and a half schmill. No thanks. We got to go, but uh, you're talking about the Czech goalie went to the glass and put his arms up and was looking at the crowd. Maybe yeah, not he's was, he's been he, he had the glove to the ear. Um, he's been average too. His team's yeah. played really well in front of him. He's made some good saves, but letting some crap goals. They yeah. just have a little um, humility, man. Yeah. Also, like this isn't even. Yeah, this isn't even our A squad. If we had Connor Bedard, we would have killed you. <laughs> but uh, this is ben something. Kelly, if we had Zach uh, Benson, we would have killed you. He's mad. We uh, we had Books on Jason Bukla on uh, prior to Christmas. Oh, he'll be coming over. Sad. Gave myself a headache. Yelling. We should have him on tomorrow because he said something very interesting in the last time we spoke to him, and he says we don't have time to get into it. But he did say about Canada falling way behind the United States in player development. That's maybe something, the conversation oh. we should have tomorrow. Like, U.S. hockey, man. You, like, you had that conversation with Derek Neumeyer last week, uh, me and PK, about this. And, like, what they're doing with the U.S. developmental program, what they got with the goaltending, what they have right now in the NHL and what's coming. Like, the U.S. is... What has changed in Canadian development over the last two decades? Not, like... Zero. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's the U.S. Like, we obviously know the U.S. has the better athlete, the more money, the more people, just the more asset to go out and grab these guys from other I sports. I don't think every Canada's starving either. Like, no, it's not. Right. But, but it's not, U- no, but Jace, no, but again, a guy who would know said they're falling behind. What are some of the reasons behind it? I think we should have books on tomorrow. That's after a great this idea. This is a this is a topic that gets you fired up with two minutes left in the show that we can't get into right now. But um, no, but you're on tomorrow, which is good, so you can even weigh in on this. I'll chime in. <laughs> Damn do you right want? I will. Do you okay? Here's the thing. Do you want to be in on the interview at eight thirty, Cron? Am I not? Or do you want to listen to it? Or do you want us to do it earlier so you can have the spotlight to yourself? Is what he's asking. You. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, do you, you guys want to care? I, I, I want. I'll have a question or two. Okay, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we'll book him late. Yeah, so let's get him on at 8.30 tomorrow. All right, I'll text him after the show. All right. Uh, good job, gents. What do you got coming up in Mucho, Patrick? Uh, I'm going to do a little run around the Canadian teams, check in on everybody. Uh, first one, Vancouver. Jamie Dodd from Sportsnet 650 is going to join the show. Uh, Brent Cron, of course, is brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. Mr. Cron. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow as the Flames take on the Wild in Minnesota tonight. Full breakdown on the program tomorrow. Canada loses 3-2 at the World Junior Hockey Championship. Uh, we'll try to reach out to Jason Buchla, get his thoughts on this loss by Canada in the quarterfinals. Have a terrific day. All the best to all of our listeners in 2024. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.